the T's and C's of Life podcast with Tanya and Claire. It's the second to last episode this year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is me that I make, we missed last week, which we are sincerely apologetic <laughs> for. And I forgot to post to oh, say that we missed it. I've come off well. social media. Have you? Well, yes and no. Like, I've deleted mm. the app from my phone. Oh. Um, oh, you have told me this. Why? Um, Why? Because I find social media in December just. It can be false and kind of pretentious at the best of times, but in yeah, December okay. it's very much like, oh, look at my wonderful tree, look at my lovely coordinated decorations. I don't have that. Oh, oh I think I've unfollowed just... a lot of people in the last couple of years. So yeah, there's a lot of kind of um, like goal setting stuff, like set up, set yourself up to succeed in the first Q one of twenty two, and you're like. Oh. Who do you follow? Oh, I don't follow people. I just follow pages oh, a lot of the time. Okay. Um, because yeah, people piss me off, but the pages are also <laughs> pissing me off. So. Everything's pissing you off. So I've you've stepped to, on social I've media. I've had to step away from it because it's. Yeah. I don't know. I just it doesn't make my heart sing in December, yeah. and it gives me that whole. I get overwhelmed in December mm-hmm. very, very easily, and it also another truthful fact. Um, it is one of the biggest drains of my time when it comes to crafting and making stuff because I'm a member of quite a few like yeah, furniture right. flipping groups or crafting groups and it gives me <laughs> too many ideas. Right. Yeah, you and did I, have a, a full kind of crafting obsession yeah, at the it's beginning of the month. Because I get completely overwhelmed, I get very, very, very stressed in kind of late November, okay. early December because it's... Is, I mean, Chris. I love Christmas, and it just it can it contrasts. It doesn't it doesn't explain why I get so overwhelmed because I do mm. love Christmas time. Yeah, I just find the pressure of getting it all organized. Okay. I think it's pressure I put on myself, not yeah. what other people put on me. Mm-hmm. And it's all the ideas. Like I've got Freya's birthday at the beginning yeah. of December, and then I've got Aidan's and Connor's just after Christmas. And so it's a lot of ideas to have to come up with, like yeah, for presents and stuff. Should, yeah. I know, well, yeah. I mean, the money aside, but that's, it's, you've got to spend it at some point, so it's yeah. got to be done, but. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then I find myself, like, in the middle of the night, sitting, spending like I'm a fucking millionaire on <laughs> online shopping, I'm like, oh, right, God. I'm going to put a limit, I'm going to budget, I'm going to make sure I spend this, this, this on the kids, and then mum and dad have said they're going to do this, and then, right, okay, so this is from mum and dad, but, oh, but that then means I've got to spend, oh, it fucks with my head, it yeah, honestly, okay. I think. I completely overthink it because right, my okay. kids, and I know my kids will be like, oh, but um, Santa doesn't do electronics, mum, so why is Santa giving so-and-so this? Or, yeah, like, oh, could I ask Santa? And it's like, fucking stop it! Yeah. I set these rules when you were fucking babies, and now <laughs> you're I can change it! it. Mm-hmm. See, I have teenagers, so this month is like no other. Oh. It doesn't really... They're excited, because Christmas we'll see family, mm. but it's not the big deal that it used to be. Like it's, I've bought, I have not bought any besides one present, and that's I've bought for a lot of people. But um, haven't bought the boys any presents. I've bought Sam not a single present because I'm just kind of coasting mm-hmm. because it's not. I know I'll get them. And that's it. It's not, there's no, I have no pressure. I have no proper Christmas spirit, I guess. Well, Tanya, that's no. really sad. But it's not, do you know what? I don't feel sad. I just feel like, do you know what it is as well? I think I had my birthday mm-hmm. last week and I think I, 
as much as I loved it, it's now had my birthday. Okay. So normally I'm a proper hype because I'm like, I'm going out for my birthday and then it's Christmas and now I've had my birthday. It's like, I'm just chilling now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having so, an early birthday. But yeah. that was really, really uh, very cleverly planned. Yes. And that was not, you planned that a while ago, a didn't A very you? long time ago mm. because I know Boris is a cunt, pardon my language. Um, And I knew it, he was there was going to be issues mm-hmm. with going out. So it would have been this weekend, would it? This weekend. So... At the moment, there's still not loads and loads of restrictions, but it is um, yeah. definitely looking at how the brunch was. There was no social distancing. Oh, there wasn't. That. Not even. Sl- we were so on top of each other. It was ridiculous. You would have hated it. Mm-hmm. You would have absolutely hated it. I fucking loved it. But um, that couldn't have happened. The one. So even if we'd gone last year, you weren't allowed to stand up and dance. That's how bad the restrictions oh, wow. or closely restrictions were. Which that's the joy of garage brunch as you go and you dance that. So I'm glad I did it when I did. And I did have the best fucking day ever. Mm-hmm. So now, but yeah, I think that's why I'm just chill now. Because I'm like, oh, is this what people have in a normal life? You just counting down to Christmas. Like, mm? oh, wow. No, it's very weird. But we're going out for my birthday on the actual day, but just the five of us. And yeah. I never get too hyped about that anyway, do I? Well, <laughs> <laughs> just the five. Well, I had, uh, between my family... It's like my immediate family, so my sisters, my mum, dad, mm. my brother, we do a secret Santa. We've been doing it for yep. about five or six years now. And last year, I organised it. It's a really simple task. Did I, te- did I tell you about this? No. Oh, I have saved it and like not... Because I got really drunk with Tanya <laughs> the other night. And I, I never know what I talk about when I'm really drunk like that. Like, proper whiskey drunk. Like she fell asleep pretty, mid-sentence. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going home now. It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Okay, Claire's asleep. Yeah, but uh, t- to be completely fair, I do distinctly remember closing my eyes to relieve my <laughs> eyes very slowly. <laughs> yeah, and they just kept them shut. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. At least I didn't do a trev and just go to bed. Like, oh, I'll go to the toilet and then yeah, just go to bed. This is true. Like, you would never do that to me. No, no, I wouldn't. I used to, I used to, I used to do that. Really? Yeah, not to like one-on-one friends, but at a party, I'd be just like, oh, fuck this, and go to bed. <laughs> we used to just leave clubs actually saying that. We'd just be like, I'm going to the toilet, and we'd go home. Like, absolutely pissed as a fart. It was generally when we were too drunk to mm-hmm. really, we shouldn't have been doing that. But it happened a few times, and you'd be like, Laura's gone. She's fucking gone. She's just gone. <laughs> and, uh, and then one night, we all did it one by one, until I think Lucy was left on her own, and mm-hmm. she was like, you fucking bastards. Just <laughs> <laughs> had enough. Because <laughs> oh, there's nothing worse than the fight of like, oh no, stay yeah. a little bit. When you're when you're gone, you're gone. You just need to go home. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So this secret Santa. So last year I got my. I have a digital assistant, or it's called an online concierge. Is actually what it's properly mm. called through my sister's work. She gets this yes, like work benefit. It's Where really cool. I forgot about her. Yeah. So oh, I can email this um, online concierge with anything. Like, could you book me a table mm. at wherever for yeah. tonight? And they just do it or book it's me so a. So cool. Uber. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. But I and I haven't really I haven't totally embraced it. Like I forget that I've got them. Right. And uh, yeah, so I haven't really kind of explored the full limits of what I can really ask them to do. <laughs> But last year I was like, ooh, I'll get them to do the, the Secret Santa thing. But it was just a pain in the ass because I had to get all everybody's email addresses and I don't have all my family's email addresses because I don't need my family's no, email I addresses. No, I wouldn't. 
So um, so I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just... I decided to do it this year. I did it really early. Mm. In November, I decided what... I'd asked the family one morning, do we still want to do Secret Santa? What's the budget? Right, well, I'll do it. So within mm. 10 minutes, I'd sent everybody their names. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was speaking to my sister Louise a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, oh, because I've been sending... Well, I f- in my head, I feel like I've been sending things in dribs and drabs to her. I haven't. I've sent her one thing. But right, my, because okay. I've been thinking about the kids' Christmas right. presents. Okay. And uh, she says, oh, thanks for the present that arrived the other day, all gift-wrapped. And I was like, from, and it, from, it was from La Secret Santa. And I was like, it doesn't sound like me. But I know, I do know who's got her. Oh. And um, <laughs> I know that he... I know he's asked for some assistance getting the present okay. for her. But I thought maybe he's been brave and he's just ordered something in him. But to say Le Secret Santa, I, yeah. like, I do know who would say that. That sounds like it's my brother-in-law, Nick. He would say something like that. So I thought, uh, I think I know what's happened, Louise. Let me just get back to you. Mm. So I went through all my messages. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, given Louise out twice. Oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give us <laughs> Louise's name out twice. And my sister Sarah hasn't got any. No! <laughs> no! So now I've got my two. I've got to fix you it. I know. Tit. Total na- name blindness <laughs> is terrible. Wow. It's, I mean, so it's my mum, my dad, Sarah Louise Gregor, Nick, Trev, Chris. Eight people. Yes, yes. It's not a lot not, of people. No. And you've But when done I'm it. writing me, I've written me on one column and Claire on the other, and that's what's fucked in my head. <laughs> I've done it. And I was kind of racing, because I, I was kind of oh, racing against God. one of my sisters, because I know, because I was kind of chatting with Sarah about right. it. And I know she's quite an action taker. I thought, no, I said it. Oh, oh. So I'm going to do it. So I quickly oh. threw it all together. <laughs> you will never be trusted again. No, oh, at least they noticed. Imagine. If oh, it had got to like Christmas, I know, and Sarah would be the worst one oh, to not send a present. Wow, for. Sarah's like the most thoughtful person in the family. I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd that'd be me. I'd be like, you fucking shitting me. Yeah. After all, I do for you bastards. That she wasn't best <gasps> impressed either when I messaged her this morning asking what her secret Santa list was or her wish list. Does she have a secret Santa wish list? Yeah. And uh, she's like, uh, well, they're cutting it a bit fine, don't you think? And I was like. <laughs> Fucking hell, Sarah. Just say yes or no. (laughs) No. Secret Santa is difficult. But we did it one year after your Mm -hmm. recommendation and we've never done it again. Really? No. Why? Because we all like presents. So it got... Oh, see, I would rather have a higher value present from one person than like five or six. No, but then I think because as well, we all have... We're all at different financial states. Mm -hmm. So... My brother, my big brother, mm-hmm. everyone wants a present from my big brother because okay. he's flashy and he will buy the best presents. So, and I think, whereas my little brother is brass, mm-hmm. so has no money. So then you feel bad saying, right, okay, well, you've got to do 50 quid as well because he's not in the... So it was just like, nah. So he doesn't tend to buy presents at all anyway. Okay. That I like buying presents. Leon likes giving presents. So mm-hmm. it was just like, nah, screw that. The, and it's it's fine. Oh, if that's yeah. it, if it works for you guys, yeah. but I know I have heard of quite a few families now doing Secret Santa, mm. and it's especially when it's child heavy as well. And to me, yeah. Christmas yeah. is for the kids. Like I'm not yeah. really. It's nice to open something on Christmas, but I'm really, 
Like if my tra- if all that presents under there were for me, I wouldn't be putting them out the window. Like I'd be quite happy to open them all, but mm-hmm. I don't expect that at all. I'm not bothered, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I think you know me better. You're than a that. fucking child. Yeah, I am. A, I'm very aware of this fact. <laughs> I am a complete. I honestly am a child. I love presents. I'm get very even with Sam a lot of the time. He's not good at surprises, so he likes to tell me and get mm-hmm. me to check. And I fucking hate it because I, I like love a surprise. surprise yeah. I like to just be like, oh, even if I don't like it, mm-hmm. just that you thought about it getting mm-hmm. me something. That I love that. Yeah. I just like I like to be in people's thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no point in having something under the tree that you know you could be using right now because you know yeah. what it is. Yeah, he yeah. did it once. He bought me a pair of trainers or boats that I really wanted and wouldn't give them to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want my fucking boots. <laughs> Like, they're there. Give him a... F- and he wouldn't. Ooh, I wonder what's in this yeah. box. You're like, meh. Whereas, I think, because I put so much thought into presents, I'm like, just surprised. It's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. I, genu- I genuinely don't think it is that difficult to find a thoughtful, cheap present. Mm-hmm. I think if you put your mind to it, you will find something. Where's your go-to? I know we said we were going to do a gift finder episode, but that's gone out the window because we lost that opportunity when we were supposed yeah. to do it last week. There's no point in us doing it this week. No. But we'll give you a little insight on <laughs> Where is Tanya's top places to buy presents? I love Etsy because mm-hmm. it's all personalised shit. But, um, yeah, generally Etsy, I think at Christmas time, I tend to go on there and I have bought, and I know none of them, no, none of them are listening because they're kids. But I've bought all the kids, the girls that come in the I've got them all personalised towels. Mm-hmm. So I've made like the figures, then they look like them and then they've got their name and a little personalised quote. But it is, I love them. And I was so excited when they came the other day. I was giddy. I was like, look at how good they are. Because I know how much they'll like it uh-huh. and how cool it'll be on holiday. I can already see a photo of them all lined up holding their towels yeah. next to them. I'm like... Yes, this is so much fun. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anything that I can get that's hand that personalised, I think pretty much that's generally most people's presents mm-hmm. will be personalised. That my favourite gift to give is books. I fucking love giving yeah, books. Okay. I love it, and mm. I love receiving books as well. Yeah. Like really, really, really not mm. fiction. Don't give me fiction no. No, unless no. it's a really, really, really good fiction mm. book. Um, but no, I love and I love giving kids books as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's it's such a. I mean, for us, bedtime with the kids and reading a story was is such a, right. a, always has been and still is still something. Does we do Aiden daily. read? Yeah, he does read. Yeah, he's oh, he's the best reader out of everyone. To be wow. honest, yeah, he oh, loves okay, reading. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Let me tell you what he likes reading. Oh God! <laughs> and I shouldn't laugh. Even I'm not laughing at you. He loves reading about World War Two. Okay. Yeah, he's mega into reading wow. um, true stories about World War Two, oh, and I find that's interesting. Yeah, well, I got um, when I used to work in the nursing home, there was they had a really nice little collection of books. Actually, did. did I tell you about this? No, I just remember I used to want to steal a lot of the books. I didn't, <laughs> but um, there were a few there. I was like that. I'd like that one. Yeah, and um, so I borrowed one once, and it was called Trenches, and it was a. Uh, it was it was quite a short book, but it was about a young guy called Billy. He was he was actually fifteen, sixteen, hmm. but he had to be seventeen or eighteen to join the army. But he lied about his age, got into the army, right, was okay. in the front line. It was in he was in the trenches, and it was his like di- diarized right, event okay. of or story of what it was like to be out there. Hmm. And Aidan just found it absolutely captivating. 
Okay. So he's actually written on his list for Christmas that he wants World War Two books. Oh, that is good though. It's, it's good great. to have I mean, an understanding of history. I mean, and I wish to be fair that I had had more of an interest in history yeah. and really paid attention to it because when events get spoken about now, I'm like, hmm. But when was that? But see, I like I've always like Charlie. I think history is Charlie's favourite subject. But they do history better than they did definitely when I was at school. That we, I think being a girls' school, they were fucking sexist anyway. Mm. Like it was when I look back on stuff that we had to learn. But we didn't, even when we did like the World War, it was more like um, sewing in the World War and stupid things. Like we didn't learn about the actual war. Not that I fucking remember anyway. Not that I paid much attention in school. But I wish that they talk more in school like now even some of the stuff that Charlie like he was doing the civil rights movement the other day and you mm-hmm. think that's interesting and mm-hmm. that's something that's talked about so much that you should be doing it I still think they should talk about colonisation on the curriculum and possibly they will in years to come but they should because mm-hmm. history is fascinating because if you don't talk about history then you make the same mistakes mm-hmm. it's so important to yeah. have an understanding of history so I think it's it's good when kids I didn't I wish even like when my grandma and both, I, just, I was just going to lie, both my grandparents are dead <laughs> and not. Oh my my mum's parents are alive. That's awful. Um, it's because we don't talk to her. My mum doesn't talk to her. She mm. says very rude things about her mother. Um, but um, my dad's grand, my dad's parents are both dead. Mm. And I wish I'd talked to them more about yeah. like when they came over and like the Windrush generation and things mm-hmm. like that. You think I had it there on a plate, yeah, but I was too young and ignorant yeah. to really. And uh, use do you know what? It. I think it's from the young people that I've been working with recently, and I always ask them about what their favourite mm. subjects are in school. When you kind of look yeah. at those protective factors, and um, and some of them will say there's a common theme around the subjects that they're talking about in this particular mm. school that I'm working in, and. Geography is one of them that they. I can't remember if it's if they like it or loathe no, it. But, and is it the teacher or is it subject? And it's always a t- actually, don't hold me to this if it's like or loathe. But it's geography right, because okay. of the teacher. They either love it because of the teacher right. or they dislike it because of the teacher. Yeah, okay. And um, I think it's it does it, it the teacher mm. the person like the person yeah. that you are and the, how you deliver mm. what it is that you're talking about makes all the difference. To it a young really person. does, and it, I see that with part that. It's, I think it goes so well. <laughs> I'm just picking myself up. Yeah. I could hear it coming out. <laughs> I was just going to go on to say how amazing. <laughs> oh dear God, I honestly, I should stop myself at points. <laughs> but equally, my point was that I think they engage well because I'm engaged in it and I'm yeah. pas- I feel passionate about it. So I don't shy away from their questioning. Mm-hmm. I do... I'm animated when I talk about it. So I think it draws people in. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're, if you turn on something, like I still do it. If I turn on, say something and the person that's talking about it is dry, it doesn't oh. matter if the conversation yeah. matter is something I'm really interested in. I'm like, I'm not, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't take that in. Mm-hmm. It's shit. That, so I can see that even in school that like you said, teachers that I might not like the subject, but they were a cool person. Yeah. It was like, yeah, all right then. I'll, I'll actually, I won't climb out of the window yeah. in your lesson. <laughs> I'm going to stay in the room. But it's much nicer. Oh, but look, we wanted to talk about um, negative people and surviving. I think at Christmas time, 
some of us feel the obligation or feel forced to surround ourselves with people that maybe we don't, <laughs> whether that's like a work Christmas event, whether they're going ahead this year or not. <clears throat> Fucking hell, how many years have we been saying this for now? Mm, this is the second year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the long yeah. and the short of it is negative people. Negative <laughs> Negativity is, as a whole, but negative people, I think, are... It's hard because I think even when we start talking about it, you can spiral into that negative place yourself, can't you? It is actually really. That we were when we were saying we we're going to do this, and I was like, I was being really negative about it. I was like, for fuck's sake, it's catching. Mm-hmm. It is, but I think that's partly why I don't like negativity and negative people mm-hmm. because of how it does bring you down. Yeah, I am at my core a positive person. Yeah, I am an optimist. I am hopeful. I am a fixer. I am forward thinking, and sometimes that negativeness it can push you back and mm-hmm. that's it's like oh it, it's like a physical thing mm-hmm. although it's not obviously but um you have to resist it don't you you yeah. have to really you, you can feel the pull that reminds me uh i'm gonna get connor metal detector for his christmas that's <laughs> fucking crazy that has just come into my head i'm really sorry i'm gonna put that in my notes do it metal, metal detector. detector resisting the negativity <laughs> Uh-huh. See, this is how Claire's brain works. That was a real insight into your brain. Which is quite scary. And this is why I get overwhelmed and stressed yeah, because I'm same. never ever switching off. No, but that's um, it. But yeah, negative people. It's. I think you can have negative thoughts and not be a negative person. Yes, um, I think that's. A, I think there's that's a very different thing. I think we all have negative thoughts. We all should be allowed to have negative thoughts. We're mm-hmm. all going to have a down day. It's when. It's the people that it's constant. It's constantly stressful. That and even when that stress is something that they can do something about. I've probably said this before because I always say it. But if you can fix something, then at some point you've got to do that, or you just end up going yeah, around in this spiral yeah. of negativity and this spiral of stress and pain, and it just gets to a point where, of course, you're going to be down. And of course you're going to be low. And it's not, we work in mental health. I know it's not as simple as just going, just come on, yeah, do better. Yeah, yeah. I know that. yourself up, yeah. But some people are negative at their core. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I wonder where that comes it. from though, because that, that is really difficult to understand. And quite mm-hmm. often it can be people that are really, really close to you. And that is the hardest yes. thing. Like after Trevor's accident, for a long time after Trevor's accident, he was a very, very, very negative person. Okay. And I, I don't know whether... Because I think love and joy have are a stronger force for good. Mm. But is it strong enough to pull somebody out of that negative thinking? I think neg- like negativity is like a, a kind of slightly tighter wound elastic that mm. once you let it go, once you, once the kind of joy and the love is kind of seared Mm. away from it it just pulls itself back into that negative spiral again do you can you unlearn that i'd like to think you can i'd like to think you could but then equally when i think of a lot of people that i would say are more negative forces i don't know that i think it is such an entrenched mindset Mm -hmm. for some that it's i think it's it's a lot more difficult than definitely a lot more difficult than i think it is i get that but I just, I struggle with it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I have now, I'm learning to see it as part of my weakness of not being able to be more empathetic to some negative people. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we should be empathetic and we should be accepting. But I think when it is that constant, 
It's the same thing all the it's time. So, it's so, yeah, and it's... How can you empathise yeah, with that? And I think it does. I think there are... I've... Definitely as I've grown, I've, I'm very picky in who I spend my time with mm-hmm. or who actually I let into this kind of inner circle. My inner circle is who they are mm-hmm. because of what they bring and it's that thing of the five people you're around the most or whatever else. Yeah. That, and that's very important to me. I don't want that negativity in my life. I don't want that so I have I think if I look at the majority of people that I spend the most time with they're generally Mm -hmm. pretty positive forward thinking generally not all but generally Mm -hmm. that is the people that I'm happiest around that I can't I just can't whinging bugs me I can't it just as a noise it's yeah. ju- it is a noise. Mm-hmm. I don't even hear words when people start whinging. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm just like, Neh. and you can see it in the body language as well. Yeah. Like if Trev's had a bad day, and even if I've had a bad day, I'm aware of my yeah. body language. I'm aware of my irritabilities, but I'm also aware of how I flip it, how I turn yeah. it round. Yeah, Trev, I th- I don't know if he's aware until I tell him that he's doing it. Okay. Um, is that because I do wonder with Trev? I've obviously known Trev. It feels like forever, mm-hmm. but only known Trev post accident. Yeah, and do you know what? It's such a hard one to say because Trev and I we got together um, thirteen years ago in the October. Hmm. He then moved down here in the November, worked for a month until Christmas, came home, and we moved down here together in the January. So in the first three months of our relationship, we were only together for a month. Moved oh, down okay. here in the January with a total stranger. Yeah. Yeah. I was pregnant with Aiden by April. Wow. And so, and he was self-employed and he was not a very good self-employed person. He wasn't very mm. good at managing his time on his calendar. Okay, so that hasn't so, changed. No. <laughs> So he, ne- we never had family time. He never ha- would like right, take okay. a week off and like we'd go on a holiday. Whenever, w- the first few years of us living down here, I don't think we went home together, like to Scotland. Mm. Once I think I was always going because I, I guess I had Aiden and I was going yep. home in the first year when I was pregnant mm. to see my friends because I missed them, and then then when I had the baby, it was going home to see my mum or going yep. home to see Trev's mum. We didn't need that family holiday because family were tiny so it wasn't really and there was no other kids to spend time with because Aidan was the first one so it's really really difficult to gauge because I didn't I guess in a nutshell I didn't really know Trev Mm. all that well (laughs) yeah if I'm being totally honest no I think I we had it felt right I never ever felt like oh my god what am I doing when he said to me oh I'm moving to Kent we've only known each other a week but do you want to come with me and I was like yeah (laughs) I do just, mental. I know, but it felt right. It didn't yeah. feel like it was. No, and it's, it has or... obviously lasted, so there was something right. But I do think there's something in, like even with Sam and I. I think we'd been together less than a year by the time I found out I was pregnant. But within that year, mm-hmm. you could probably count on one hand the times we spent. <laughs> I'm thinking if my dad listens to this or not. Outside, just of, as a couple out, doing as a couple, stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was generally if we were out of the house, we were mm-hmm. out with all of our mates. Mm-hmm. That there was always a group of us. I am a group person, like everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. I do like. I'm not a one on one anyway. But we didn't really have that much, barely any one on one time. Yeah. So I think that 
as much as I knew him, I knew him socially. Mm -hmm. So I think that you get a different picture of someone then when it's just the two of you forced together every day for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very different. And I think that I wonder, because he can be quite a negative person. He's a very stressful person. Stressed, not stressful. Mm-hmm. He is stressful. Um, stressed person. But I don't, I don't know whether that was him or not before, or whether. And then we had kids, yeah. and then you know, like you said, yeah, you just because it changes it, your life. Yeah. That dynamic changes. Yeah. And like I never really spent a great deal of time with Trevor, just with family life mm-hmm. before the accident, and that's quite sad because Aidan was three. <laughs> It's difficult though because see, I think I Sam and I were lucky in that he was self-employed as well, but he was still. It felt like he was around a fair bit, but equally, I think I was always busy because Mm -hmm. once I had Callum, it felt like my friends had kids like bang, 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 bang. A lot of Sam's boy mates, their girlfriends were having kids, so I always had felt like I always had something to do. It was very Mm -hmm. rare I'd just be sat at home with Callum. And then I had Charlie, obviously, a year later, mm-hmm. the, and then not long before we had Boo. So it was, I feel like we always did loads, and we have had holidays, always had holidays abroad. We've always done family things. And I think that's what moving to Kent changed. I mm-hmm. think that's where the dynamic shifted again with me and Sam, because we've both been taken out of our kind of natural habitats. Yeah. And having, I've been lucky and made very good friends here. That I think he has still really struggled. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm just as you said that national habitats. I just heard David Attenborough talking, <laughs> like narrating this conversation. <laughs> Tanya and her natural habitat. <laughs> yes, Croydon is it is like a fucking zoo. So it probably is, but I think that it does. People do change, and I think that if we're looking at kind of negativity and that as your if that's in you, I think you see that in people a lot. But yeah, it does it does intrigue me to whether or not that was who say like with someone like Sam, whether that was there mm-hmm. and whether you just don't pick up on it. Yeah. But then I know I've got friends that the whole time I've been friends with them, they've probably been quite negative okay. people. That it's and not even it's not even that in a I suppose necessarily bad way that maybe they're overthinkers or they're anxious or their go-to is to worry mm-hmm. and to be stressed and my go-to is to go fuck it like what will be what will it gen mm-hmm. i'm genuinely like what i can't if i can't change it what am i going to stress about it mm-hmm. for when i can do something about it that's how my brain works yeah so that's what I'm saying, that I've got to be more empathetic to others of going, right, just because they don't think like you doesn't make them wrong. Yeah. It I does. sometimes find myself playing devil's advocate sometimes, which mm. I have has bitten me in the ass. Do you want the cushion for behind there? No. You're quite comfy with that? Yeah. <laughs> with this teddy um, I find myself kind of getting caught on the tail by playing devil's advocate, mm. kind of seeing the other person's perspective, but kind of understanding that there could be another side mm. to that story and this is more so like with Tre- Trev he likes to if he's having uh, 
if he's having a moan about something, if he's having a good old whinge and he's been really, really, really fucking negative mm. and I'm at the cusp of wanting to <laughs> hurt him <laughs> and mm. I'll play devil's advocate to try... Because I am like you, I try and fix, I yeah. try and educate, I try and help him see the light. <laughs> but Trevor's brain and what I've yeah. understood now since working with a psychologist is that he is potentially going to be unable to see, mm. to think in that pattern. So understanding that he doesn't see the grey areas so things are yeah. black or they're white they're doing things or they're not doing things the person indicated or they didn't indicate there's no yeah. explanation as to why that happened it doesn't need to happen mm. he just needs to know that they didn't or they did and then this yep. happened if I try and say well you know remember the last time we were at the roundabout and you didn't indicate and someone took yeah. the that's not helpful No, I learnt that a long time ago mm. I really it didn't stop me straight away because <laughs> no. I still thought at some point yeah. there's hope I'll still be yeah. able to help him but yeah playing devil's advocate doesn't always help And but for me it does because I have to negate the negativity mm. I have to balance it out to, so that I'm not you know you get caught up in like say somebody does you wrong or somebody kind mm. of does something a bit shady towards you and you, you get all hooped up in the moment yeah. like oh it's a fucking bastard doing yeah. that really fucking shady and you want to understand that there could be a potential explanation as to why that happened. Mm. But part of you really wants to feed into the shitness. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. nah, they're just a bastard. <laughs> yeah. They're just a really shit yeah. person. Yeah. But does that make you as bad? I suppose it depends on the situation. I was just thinking as you were talking then of... You, I've noticed you do do that mm-hmm. in situations. And I, I was looking back through my text following conversations that we were having when we were pissed. And I have never, I don't think I ever have deleted my WhatsApp. So it goes back years and years mm. and fucking years. And I was looking back and you would, you had done exactly that and played devil's advocate mm-hmm. on a situation that, um, I was in a full mind swirl of hate mm-hmm. with. And you were, you were very much being, and you tried to see the good. And you did help to bring it round to a sense of kind of resolution. Mm. But what is actually... Ha- the way that you do that isn't just... Because I think I have a habit then of just going, okay, cool, whatever, done, it's done. But it's not actually done. You actually do resolve a situation, though. Okay. You're not just... You don't tend to just let it go. They'll still... You'll say your point of view mm-hmm. so that it's... Do- I'm playing devil's advocate, <laughs> but you will know how I feel... Mm-hmm. But I am seeing it from, if you know, it's, it's a very good way that you've got of managing it. I don't do, I just go, no, okay, cool, whatever. Do you not find that, because that's kind of lacking empathy, really, doing that, playing devil's advocate, because it's like, mm, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but have you thought about it like this? Rather than saying, I hear you, that must feel really, really fucking shit, having somebody do that to you. Oh, but have you tried thinking about it in another way? Because mm. that almost negates the empathy that you're displaying with somebody. No, I don't know. I, I think that empathy is a difficult one because you can have empathy, but that doesn't mean that they have to, you can just let them get away with it. Mm-hmm. Because that's not helpful. Because if you don't speak your mind and let someone know where they might have hurt you or where it might be just a negative situation and they're feeding into that then they'll never change mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer if someone doesn't know something 
then how are they ever going to change? They're just going to keep doing it. It's when people fucking know and then they keep fucking doing it. Yeah. At that point, then I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm out now. Yeah. I'm not playing this game anymore. So I think you can have that empathy. Like, even the work that we do is we are all empathetic people, but we have to then try and find a coping strategy for that person mm-hmm. to be able to deal with their shit because that's essentially why we're there it's not about fixing it but it's mm-hmm. being able to be empathetic and go right okay why don't we try these things or what do you want to try and i think ultimately that that does help generally to pull people out and get them to start looking at it mm-hmm. for themselves and not everyone i suppose is able to do that and i do think the brain is a mysterious tool yeah that and i think that there are different levels of which is why they say a lot of people like drugs and alcohol use drugs and alcohol to replace um serotonin levels and endorphins Mm -hmm. and shit like that so it's i think that as much as i i honestly can't stand negativity and negative people i can see their reasoning for it but that doesn't mean that i'm always going to handle it in Mm -hmm. the best way because i know i won't so with that kind of level of negativity, do you think that's kind of borderline depression, having yeah. that continuous, yeah? I think that there is, I don't know, maybe not depression, I don't know, like clinic or clinical depression, mm-hmm. but I do think that they, I bet if you did a thingy in the brain, they'd be lacking in mm-hmm. certain bits and pieces or wherever the mm-hmm. positive gene is. They've got more of the negative <laughs> gene that... um. I think that it is. I think the brain does. We are all different, aren't we? And we're all, if we're all the same, it'd be boring. Yeah, I know. But just when it's people that you surround yourself with, you just, you like to think that, yes, people grow together and they, Mm. you think when you grow and you change that you think that, or you'd want everybody else to grow and change with you because that's what's supposed to happen, isn't it? Yeah. People get old together and all their friends live together. And mm. I was watching the la- very last episode of Alexa and Katie with Freya this morning on Netflix. It's a really... Ni- You've told me you don't like it. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's a really nice... Is it like, like a Disney a tweet- American? No, it's American, but it's not Disney. It's, no, it's- them sh- with the high-pitched voices and the... No, no, they're, mm. they're not. It's a really... I don't know. It's a really nice little... Okay. Story about friends who live next door to each other and okay, and they've gone through us? high school. Uh, yeah, it kind of <laughs> is us, but without the without the big fancy American house and the daddy's yeah. a pilot type job. Aww. and uh, the single no. mum who looks like she's got an amazing life. Like it's not like sometimes <laughs> it's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure if there's any single moms that listen to this, I, that might be offensive, and I don't mean it to be offensive, but to... It's just our dream. <laughs> it's our fantasy. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it just it's a really nice bond that they've got together, okay. these two girls. And um, they were going... They were both making decisions about what universities they were going to go off to, and they've done every single thing together in their life. And they had to then... They had to split because their 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 futures were taking us taking them to different yeah. universities, and they were absolutely devastated. Now Aww. I can't remember what point I was trying to make with this, but I've forgotten. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Um, uh, what were we talking negativity. about? Negativity. Uh, no, it's gone. it's gone. I'm just gonna leave it. I was, I was gonna piss you all off now, isn't it? Because you you can all rewind and listen, but I I can't without 
pausing the recording and, and going back. Go back. Oh, I'm just going to leave it out. No, there. it'll come back at some yeah. point. But, um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I actually have no clue. But I was thinking, though, I wonder as well between whether sometimes certain people bring the negativity out in other people. Do you know what I mean? Like, Ooh, that's a good point. I think, yes. I think, yes, I do think they do. I'm thinking, say like, if I even think of, say with Trev, that I'm not saying mm-hmm. that negative person, but saying that he can be like that with you mm-hmm. because you're kind of his safe space. Yeah. So it can be more, you can be more vulnerable, I suppose. And I know that I'm not good for vulnerability. So maybe that's also why negativity doesn't, it doesn't sit with me because I push vulnerability away. Okay. Just psychoanalyzing myself. Okay. <laughs> um, my way of dealing with Trev when he's like that, because what I've, what I've realised is that he's not actually looking for me to fix it. He's not looking mm. for me to offer him solutions yeah, no, I've or that. to answer it at all. Yeah. He just wants me to empathise with him. He just wants me to hear him to understand him, to give yeah. him a cuddle and just say, yeah, it's yeah. really fucking shit without saying, oh, but maybe they were having a bad day too. <laughs> that, that's like, that's like sticking a fucking hot poker at him. Yeah. Like, he just goes fucking mental when I say stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. And, but I, it's just, I just, can't, it goes against every fibre of yeah. my being to feed into that because I think it's going to make him worse. I now understand yes. that it doesn't. That I think that's the that is a point though. Mm-hmm. It is I feel like if you feed into it, because mm-hmm. Sam's the same. If he's going on a full whinge, that I will listen. But I feel like if I empathise, mm-hmm. then that's going to make you worse, and that's going to validate yeah. the whinge, yeah. and then the whinge is going to continue. Yeah. Whereas I think some people do just need to maybe get it out and be heard. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe if they don't feel heard, mm-hmm. <laughs> then they whinge more. Yeah, well, I've flipped it with Trev's a couple of times. I've kind of just put it to the test. Like, if I've had a bad day, like, quite often I'll just, mm. especially if it's work-related, it's not necessarily something that I feel that Trevor can necessarily help with, mm. but I'll test him. <laughs> test him? Yeah, test him to see what you'll do. Mm. and Only to see if he does for me what he wants me to do not, for him. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't. Dangerous, I was going to say, that's a yeah, dangerous It is a game. very dangerous game, but, because he doesn't, because yeah. he, he tries to offer me solutions, and oh, does he, he? Yeah, he does. And he does oh. it because he thinks that that's what I want because that's what I've always done for him. So I oh. fucking made a rod from my own back. See, that is actually really interesting. Oh. See, yeah. Sam wouldn't offer solutions. He just probably wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's have a good old fucking moan about it together. It would. Or it would, it's, it would end up as a topper. I don't do toppers either. What's a topper? So say, if I say, I've had a bad day. Oh yeah, his is I've worse. had a worse day. Oh yeah. Oh, no, I've no. had a bad no, year. I can't suffer that. No, I've had a bad fucking <laughs> life. Right? And we could keep going. Like, my last life, the person I was in my last life was shit as well. So that's, that's where we get in a circle of just topping. Fucking nonsense. Oh, the joys of Christmas. Um, oh. But ultimately, I suppose it is, it's, it is empathy and understanding and knowing a person, but equally, I am just a firm believer. Though mm. someone is going to be too much negative energy in my life, then you got to go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've tried. Yeah. I'm not in the first instance, but it won't be long before, yeah. and they won't even know because I will slowly 
take myself away. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have a row. I've realised that as I've got older as well. I don't need a row about everything. No justification. I just need mm, to just, just step away. You don't fit my glove anymore. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. The it's yeah. You can. I think I said to. I think it was you and Sally recently, and I just said, um, "I'm done with pulling people on this shit all the time." Mm-hmm. I'll pull people on shit that matters and it's going to impact my life, but I'm just done with pulling people on their shit mm-hmm. when they're not going to own it anyway. Because you're you're going to own your shit if you're going to own your shit. Yeah, fair enough. If yeah. you can, if you are confident and you can say yeah. to somebody, "You've done this and it didn't really make me feel all that great," yeah, and they would be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Yeah. I'm I did not realise that would have that impact. Yes. But if you know it's going to be met with, oh, but, well, it, you know, on a yeah. long-winded story, yeah, not that's not it. cool. No. Mm-hmm. No. Too old for that nonsense. Mm. We've been through it. Like, I've done, I went to a girls' school, for fuck's sake. We were, it was bitchy, it was yeah. negative, it was hormonal. I'm a grown-ass woman. Yeah. I don't need to do that shit anymore. Yeah. And I've got teenage children that I have to have around me, mm-hmm. and they're negative little fuckers anyway. So, <laughs> like, I have no choice in that. Anyone oh. else I have a choice with. Talking no. of negativity, well, it's not really negativity. Yesterday, when I picked up Connor from school, um, the teacher kind of pulled me to the side and she says, oh, we looked a little bit faint at lunchtime. We were Aww. almost going to have to call you. Aww. And um, so, But he had something to eat in the end, and then he, uh, he perked up and he was absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But on the way home, or when we got home, I tend not to have too much chats on the way, because the wind in my ears and all the cars going around it. And he's so short, and I'm like, Ooh, pardon, pardon! <laughs> like, put my ear to the ground to try and hear him. So when we got home, we were talking about it, and he said, oh, I was in the toilet doing a poo, and I was crying, and I was like, oh, Aww. sitting alone in the toilet, crying! <laughs> oh, I thought you doing a shit! <laughs> And, um, Why was he crying? Well, this is what I was trying to figure out because he said, "Oh, I had a bit of a sore tummy, but then after I ate something, I was fine." But he didn't eat his breakfast yesterday morning. Okay. And that is not like Connor; like he loads no, up okay. in the morning, he feasts. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, he'll okay. have like four Weetabix and wow. toast and and fruit. Yeah, he's like, wow. Yeah, a bit of a a gannet in the morning. No wonder he's shitting at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I said to him. Do were you feeling sick because you wanted to be sick, or did you have just a funny feeling in your tummy? Because I had a feeling that I knew where this was going, and he said, "Oh, I had a funny feeling in my tummy. I was worried." And I was like, "Oh, oh. he's worried about the Christmas performance because oh, he's got Joseph. he's got he's yeah he's got a really special part like playing Joseph, but it's not a speaking part. It's only early years, oh. but." A lot of the adults, I think, at school have been making a fuss about it. And he's very, very anxious about it. Oh, bless him. And yeah, he was feeling sick about it at school yesterday because they were doing dress rehearsal to the older years. Right, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but Aidan's exactly the same. Aidan reacts in the same way. Oh, no, I'm a a nervous belly. Mm -hmm. Nervous, even if I'm excited, I get a nervous belly. Before I go out, I'm definitely gonna be in the toilet for a while because i just get overexcited <laughs> but it's yeah if i'm nervous if i'm nervous if i'm excited that mm-hmm. is where my physical emotion sits it's really interesting i remember when i started mab and looking at physical emotions or like physical sensations even that um it's really interesting how they kind of manifest mm-hmm. and how once you start to pick up on that how much easier it is to deal with and not let it spiral yeah. into something and that's what I was so pleased at yesterday when Connor yeah. realised that it wasn't, he didn't feel sick because he had a sore yeah, tummy, he just he had a worried. funny tummy. Oh, he was worried. That's very emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. for such a small child. I, know. I try my best. Yeah. 
<laughs> well done you see we are bloody Phil, amazing Phil's see? Been taking the credit for that one we are positive and full of ourselves <laughs> it works for us oh dear but no I am excited to see the show because no, it'll um, be very cute and at least you get to go and see it because a lot of them have been cancelled and shit yeah so. well only one parent's allowed to go and he was quite upset last night when he realised that um, Trev wasn't going to be able to go um, that is really harsh as well I know because what if you've got like you're in a same household family as yeah, well yeah I know if, we were, if you've got a split uh, family yeah. that could cause real tension mm-hmm. as well that that's yeah fucking covid i know over it oh god so my every young person that i've spoken to recently has they've had a reason to speak to me because of lockdown oh really yeah that the reason that they're sitting in front of me or that we're having a conversation is because covid connection covid started it all it's so shitty Mm. but one day we'll be out of it not this day when no never Never. No, optimistic. It mm. will. It will be fine, and we are in a better situation than a lot of people in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, see, fixer. But um, yeah, devil's advocate. Yes. I want. I want you to hear me. I want you to hear my. No, pain. I don't want to hear you. It's, <laughs> I can't do whinging. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. But um, on that note, look. yeah, I think we should. Um, <laughs> yeah, save. Save the best till, till next week. Till next week. <laughs> we are the best. Yeah. Um, and yes. we hope we didn't piss you off too much by missing last week. But Sorry. We will be. Just we'll be listen. To... You should have just listened back to an old one and pretended. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Because oh, I wonder I'm if we opinion. should do a poll, actually, to see what has been the most popular podcast this year. That'd be interesting. Yeah. We had a bit of a giant break over the summer, didn't we? We did have a giant break. We don't plan on taking any breaks. Oh, wait, no. I've just said it. Shit. No. I need to stop saying stuff like that yeah. and committing myself to it. I think everybody's aware that we need to be flexy because we of our are lifestyle, our businesses, our full-time are... work, our children, our living situation. Yeah, seriously. But, but we generally, we've, we've done, done well. We've well, yeah. We have. I think we've, we're all right. Yeah. But, um, we haven't currently received any fan mail for Christmas, of which I'm quite disappointed. Rude. I know. I was expecting a Christmas <laughs> present from the fans. <laughs> <laughs> that's really optimistic that is <laughs> right someone send us a present yeah a surprise a surprise in the mail yes. a surprise in the mail thank you very much anyway we'll speak to you next week love you bye, bye.